everybody, this is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we're going to talk about a trend in the on the planet financially. I don't think it's just in America. I think this is going across the planet, and it's called Negative Rates. And you really need to know about this because it's going to affect your holdings. It's going to affect the way that you infect. Yes, but it'll affect the way that you invest. And you really, really need to hear this information. And joining me here on the Common Sense Show to talk about this is Robert Kudla of Trade Genius Academy. And he's got great experience in working in this field. And he's going to share what he knows about this change of direction in the economy. Bob, thanks for joining us. Glad you could be with us. Hey, thanks, Dave. And uh, I think Infect will probably prove prescient over time. <laughs> Freudian slip, my friend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, but I think Infect is a good choice of words because this is going to absolutely kill some people. So let's talk about, first of all, what negative rates are and what people need to know about them. Yeah, so negative rates um, are, you know, right now, like the if you look at the Fed, they have, uh, you know, uh, when you go out and you borrow money, you, you actually pay interest as well as your principal back over time. Well, when you have negative rates, it's it's your principal actually gets reduced every month. And you, you in, instead of with your principal payment, you get the interest rate interest given back to you. So it works in reverse. And and so if you're if you're a borrower of money, you, you, it's an absolute advantage to you if you're a saver of money, you're funding it. And so this phenomenon, um, the Japanese went to zero rates, but the Europeans went to negative rates. And, and now the Europeans are, are deep, deep into this. And it started in Switzerland and then right now in, in um, I, think it's either, it's, I think it's Denmark, uh, or the Netherlands, actually, you can get a mortgage now where they have negative interest rates. And so it's uh, it's now being talked about in the United States. And then right now there's, uh, there's, there's regulation in place that doesn't allow the Federal Reserve to go negative, but they can go to zero. And, and uh, I'll take a breath of air here to ask, you can ask another question, but then I'll, I'll explain to you why that's good in the beginning and horrible horrible over time okay good i want to hear I, i'm i'm sitting here with bated breath because i'm thinking about well let me tell you why I, i'm looking at this from a selfish perspective and also on the behalf of people who are listening to this broadcast we want to know how we can take advantage of this so go ahead and lay it out yeah so for i'll talk america first because that's that's where the primary beneficiary is going to be because right now we have the highest interest rates in the world and, and, you, and you hear Donald Trump talking all the time about why the Fed is kind of out of whack. And what he's really referring to is that you have China, you have Japan, yeah, you have Europe all at zero or going to zero and going negative. And it's causing an imbalance in, in the world in terms of making us less and less competitive. So the Federal Reserve is at a point now where they're going to have to because the, the money is actually too tight. Even though it's sitting at at you know two and a half percent for the ten year, it's too tight because people get used to it. It's just like a, you know somebody that's you know is used to a certain temperature in the pool, and and then if you wanted to 
notice a change, you got to change the temperature. Well, that's what's happening in the economy. So they're going to have to continue to lower the rates for it to take people to take advantage of it. So once it starts here in the United States, if you own a mortgage, okay, or you have credit card debt, you're going to be able to start refinancing that at lower and lower cost. So in the beginning, we're going to get a rush out of this because we're going to, it's going to free cash up on a consumer level. And, and then when you get to this negative rate environment, it'll actually start affecting companies because they're not going to be able to keep the money in the bank. So it's going, they're going to try to create what's called an inflation event, you know, where, where it's called velocity, where, hey, I don't want to keep my money in the bank. I got to put it to use. But what happens is, and the reason why you're seeing cryptocurrency starting to perk back up again and why you're seeing gold perk back up again is that there's an option for people. It's basically hopping off the merry-go-round. <clears throat> so people that are paying attention to this and you get the most advantage of it by being in there early is you want to start getting into things that are going to be <clears throat> really against the banks and against this monetary system. And what you're going to have here is, is the miners, the metals, cryptocurrencies where you're going to be able to hop off the train because in, at the very end of this, they're not going to be able to stop doing this, Dave. This is their way of not defaulting on the debt. If they keep going negative, the more they borrow, the more the, the people that have assets are going to pay for it. And it's not going to just be the Federal Reserve that's going to do it. You're also going to start seeing it. You know, the downside of this over time is if you, you know, you have a mortgage now, this is great. But over time, people that own property are going to start seeing property taxes go up and up and up. And you're starting to see in, in, the, in the states that are having big problems right now, Illinois being one of them, is and, and, and New York now, they're going to try to start capping rents and they're going to start increasing property taxes. And that's going to drive down the value of homes. So when you think you're going to get this good guy of mortgages, which will, which will be good for two or three or four years, you're going to start seeing the the price of homes start to fall too because the um, you, 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 the property taxes and the cost of carrying the home are going to go up. And, and so it just becomes a deflationary spiral over time. So whenever you have deflation, in the beginning it's good, Dave, but in the out years it gets to be horrific. And, and you can see it in Japan. I mean, they've not been able to climb out of this zero interest rate environment. And every year, their economy just keeps slipping farther and farther and farther behind. And the government keeps borrowing more and more money. And at the very end of this whole thing is the government simply is going to own everything in Japan. And that's going to be the end of the whole thing. The Federal Reserves, central banks around the world are going to end up owning all of the assets because they're just going to be able to drive everything out of it with these with these rates and with their constant purchasing of assets. I, I think I'm grasping this at full value, but let me just ask a question for clarification. So let's take a homeowner who has paid off their home mortgage and they're sitting there and four years down the road, they're going to start to see their property taxes escalate. And when they move into their elderly years, their fixed income years, they're not going to be able to afford these increases that I'm assuming are going to increase each year and eventually they'll they'll forfeit uh, on the payment and the government will take over their house and the government loves these negative interest rates because they can balance their budget with the asset seizures they're going to make from people that can't afford the taxes is that about right 
that, yeah, that's the one half of the coin. The other half of the coin, if you stick your money in the bank, it's like you're going to get a bank fee every month, but that goes to the government through the central banks. So, and then you're not going to have any bonds, right? Because if you go negative, there's no bonds. So, you know, people, when you get older and you're, you're in your, um, uh, your seasoned years, if you will, you know, you, you take less risk in the stock market and, you know, you're living off probably rental income, you're living off of uh, a bond yield income and you're living less off stock income. And, and what's going to happen here is you're going to lose the ability to make money in real estate and you're going to lose mo- ability to make money in the bond market. And so you're going to be forced. They're forcing you into the stock market. Okay, the only game in town, and and that's another good guy for the government because they're going to be able to create capital gains out of it. But people that don't want to take risk are going to be forced to take risk, whether they want to or not. And and then when you get these occasional uh, stock market scares, it's going to wipe people out. So you're going to have to be really careful about where you invest in this environment. But in the beginning, it's just like eating a really nice, you know. Uh, a nice steak, it's like eating potato chips, all tastes good in the beginning, but then you're gonna eat too much of it, you're gonna feel ill, and that's what's gonna happen, and you're starting to see it already happening in Europe. Europe is is becoming a zombie land, like Japan has already become. Hmm. I'm just trying to absorb the gravity of this. So zero interest rates mean what for your bank account specifically? Uh, inflation continues to eat alive your cash investment in the bank, but what else is going on because of uh, negative interest rates? Yeah, the banks are going to be unable to make money, Dave. So right now the bank makes money on on what's called a spread. So they you put money in the bank, and they um, they they give you one percent, and they're they're lending it out at three or four percent. When everything compresses like it is down at the they call it the zero boundary is that the banks have no spread. So the only way they can make money is that either they gotta take more risk or they're gonna charge you more fees. So so the banking system in in Europe, if you own bank stocks, you lost 80 to 90% of the value of your investment in Europe over the last 10 years. That's coming to America. And a lot of people own bank stocks because of the, uh, you know, just historically it's been a good place to invest your money. And, and then that'll translate into the stock market too. So you, it's, it's not even gonna be a matter of just like, I just, I'll just own stocks and I'll be fine. You're gonna have to know what to own. It's, it's gonna become really tricky, but in the beginning it's gonna be painted as a beautiful thing. And the market will probably pop on it at the beginning, but over time it's going to be something that, when I say over time, I'm talking like in two or three years, it's, it's gonna turn decidedly against you and you're going to have to know where to put your money to be able to uh, stay ahead of this. This is just downright frightening. Uh, I don't see how you stay ahead of this unless you get outside the system. Exactly right. Or you get into you get into things that that absolutely will benefit from getting out of the system. And and uh, you know what? This is a this is this is a quieter way of a, of a depression, Dave. So. They know they can't just uh, end the debt, right? Because the currencies will collapse. They know they don't want a repeat of 1929 because that will end the, the, the banking system the way it is. However, if they could just constantly put this negative system in place 
is that the government's, you know, their ultimate goal, Dave, is to borrow money all the way through the to the end of the baby boomers, right? Where where they're not where then where they're not burdening the system anymore. And so this has they have to do this for the next 15 years unless the system blows up on them anyway. And and but in the meantime, it's this repression is this going to is this going to be a pall over everybody? But there are places where you're going to be able to make money through that. And and that's that's where and why we've always been focused where we have because people will opt out of this system. And the reason why they've not made Bitcoin illegal because the elites need a place to put their wealth as well. And so that's why you're gonna see certain cryptocurrencies do very well. Um, there's a reason why Facebook's trying to start this Libra project, which is a conversation all in of itself, and why you're starting to see gold and silver and, and the miners start to percolate because people are gonna to wanna to have an asset that the government can't do this. To, you know, you can't do negative rates on gold, right? Okay, that makes gold go higher or silver. That makes silver go higher. Same with palladium and platinum. And then the miners are leveraged to that, Dave. So, if, you know, if you owned a mine, if you and I owned a mine and gold is $1,000 and we know how much profit we produce from that, we know how much gold's in the ground. Yeah. Well, if gold all of a sudden goes to $3,000, our mine is worth a lot, lot more. You know, it's instead of it being worth three times like gold, it's probably worth 10 times because our cost didn't go up the same rate. And that's why you're gonna see over the next, you know, 18 months to two years that the Fed goes down this path, which they're gonna to have to, you're gonna see gold and silver miners up 400, 800, some of them will be up 10 times where they are today. <clears throat> and you and I talked about this a little bit last month and 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 the, um, the miners exploded. I mean, the minimum gain we had from last time you and I spoke, my minimum gain was 10% on a miner. And I've had some miners that doubled just in 30 days, Dave. And and that's gonna be that's gonna be the norm going forward. <clears throat> so, you know, we're probably in the second or third inning of this move, and we probably have 18 months to two years, and you're gonna see just an absolute explosion here as people scramble to get out of things that will not be able to keep pace with this the financial repression. Well, I, I have I have two questions. First of all, I don't see a solution here to solve your property tax problem if you're a homeowner. Uh, unless you can make so much money outside the system, you can absorb that cost. Uh, how would you respond to that? Yeah, so um, not every state's going to be doing that. So you're, you're already starting to see it. <clears throat> There's a net migration out of New York into Florida. There's net migration out of Illinois into Texas and into Arizona. And, and you see, you're gonna see net migration out of California into Idaho and Montana. So you're gonna see winners and losers as this thing goes forward, Dave. And, and those states won't have to raise their property taxes because they're gonna have what's called net migration of people with wealth coming in. But certain places that are, are, are pretty poorly run as it is, like those three states are gonna, are gonna, they're gonna double down on, on stealing assets to pay for their uh, their their financial um, <clears throat> you know chicanery, and so that's that's the thing you have to think about is you know you know if you have the ability to move and if not and you're in a position you know maybe you downsize you know I'm I don't want to be too macro here but those are kind of things that you have to start you can have to start thinking about and and people in Illinois I just read an article in ten years the price of homes 
in Illinois have gone down in value day because it because it, they keep raising property taxes. And so how people adjust for it is that they'll give you less for the home because they only have so much money. So they can only afford so much mortgage and so much uh, property tax. And so those are the things you have to uh, you have to start. You're going to have to start thinking through these things because um, it's getting to be the end game for the government. And they're going to look for every place they can to uh, to, to to grab income to to pay for the the, the debts and the, and the promises that, that that they've made. Okay. Now the second question I have, Bob, has to do with keeping people in the system. In the 1930s, Roosevelt basically outlawed the ownership of gold, the private ownership of gold, to keep people in the system because he didn't want his economic recovery of the New Deal undermined. Do you see uh, the powers that be doing something similar, not necessarily outlawing gold, but taking extraordinary measures designed to keep people in this system? Yeah, I, I, of course. I think they're going to try to do that. And, uh, and you know, and, but speaking of Roosevelt here is that, you know, people that own gold jewelry and silver jewelry and own gold and silver, you know, uh, uh, place settings, you know, uh, or own gold and silver miners did extremely well when, when Roosevelt did this. Is that so you have to always be thinking, uh, how do you diversify a what we call a political risk like that? And so, um, so yeah, I expect to see some of that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, I think as long as as Trump is in the White House, if you know, if he gets four more years, is that uh, he's trying to put gold bugs back into the system, which is a is a good thing for us. And uh, and the cryptocurrency thing, I think, I think they're probably going to leave that pretty much alone because there's a lot of very very wealthy Chinese, very very wealthy Americans very wealthy Europeans own cryptocurrencies and they all make sure that they're going to have an escape hatch for themselves. And so I think they're going to probably, they're going to probably leave, you know, those things alone. It may be high, more highly regulated, like, you know, not anonymous, but you're going to, you're going to be able to have an, an, an opt out there. And you see it already. China three times tried to ban cryptocurrencies. They gave up. India said they'll put you in jail for 10 years. And people in India, they're trading cryptocurrencies all the time. So they, they say these things, but they realize how difficult it is for them to to be able to uh, actually enforce that. So that's why you're going to see that gain more and more prominence over time. And, you know, and there's schools of thought in this country and other places where, you know, people aren't big fans of the Federal Reserve and central banks. So, you know, they, they're happy to see this system collapse, too. So it, it's not going to be it's not going to be a monolithic day where where we have to defend this system at all costs. There's going to be a lot of people rooting, rooting for this thing to, to roll over so they could build something new. And I'm talking about the good guys, you know, not necessarily the anarchists, you know, but people are like, hey, we got to get the banks out of our lives. Now, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I see two parts to what people have to deal with. One is stepping out of the way of this train that's coming our way. And that's where our conversation's headed next. 
but also too on a larger scale probably this is a topic for another interview but uh, you know what will the train wreck cause around us that even with people that have stepped outside the system how will they be able to exist in a wrecked economy you know let me have you address that last question first then we'll get into some strategies so if the economy does collapse which i think it has to um, and people have stepped outside that collapse financially by what they're invested in but doesn't the collateral damage also spill over to everybody yeah i don't think anybody gets out of this untouched dave and i think what'll happen is that you'll see more what's it called decentralized economic activities yes okay so so and you're already seeing it already trade is collapsing around the world which is not a bad thing it's you know you don't want to have decentralized monolithic you know international corporations controlling your supply chain and that's already starting to break down naturally and you're going to see it more and more you know you're going to see you know power production is going to be decentralized you're going to see food production decentralized technology will play a bigger bigger role in these things and uh you know so i'm optimistic in in the sense that once some of these things break a lot of a lot of pent up ideas will be able to uh be able to spring forth but you know there obviously will be some pain it's just that it's just that there's a lot of good things that can come from a centralized environment which this whole system is you know 12 guys in new york right telling us um setting interest rates you know and 50 people around the world trying to determine who gets to own what mm -hmm. once that breaks down then I think you're, you'll start seeing some new positive energy again. But we'll have a warning here. So, See, I like what you're saying here. One, you're being incredibly honest. Uh, I think that that comes through because there will be some collateral damage. But two, I agree with you. Uh, and I'm going to go back to my undergraduate degree. It's in sociology. Nature hates a vacuum in anything, particularly economics and society. So as one system fades away and goes to the junk heap, I agree with you. You're going to see a replacement at the local level. You know, if you had a complete collapse of the economy through an EMP, trading and bartering would emerge as your central dominant economic theme. And it's the same system. It builds from the bottom up. And I totally agree wholeheartedly with uh, how you answered that question. The, the next thing I want to ask you, though, okay, in this interim time we have left between where we're at and where maybe economic economic Armageddon enters, I, I would assume there is an opportunity for people to make money and to be able to step out of the way at the same time. Am I phrasing that correctly? No, there's there's actually a playbook and uh, and and it's been playing out and will continue to play out. Well, can you share that playbook? <laughs> that was my te that was my teaser. Yeah, it is a so, teaser, and I, I got the pen in hand, and I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen here is that so starting next week we're going to get our first look at 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 what's going to happen. So Tuesday, Wednesday is the next Federal Reserve meeting, and so a lot of people are expecting an interest rate decrease there. I'm still unsure. Um, you know, they're signaling it pretty hard, but at any rate, if it doesn't come in July, it'll come in September. So when they when they first when they first reduce interest rates here, Dave, is that you're going to see a little bit of euphoria in the stock market because the cost of companies that have been borrowing money to uh, keep buying back their stock 
they're going to get a reprieve. Okay. And so that, that'll be a good guy. And then the first thing that you're going to want to do is reallocate your portfolio. So, you know, if you're trading with us, you know, we'll share what, um, what, what stocks we think will do well. If you if you have a, you know, financial advisor, I would, I would advise you to contact them and, and you're going to want to go out what's called longer in the, in the yield curve for your, your bond portfolio so that you can gain capital gains from that. Number one, you're going to want to get out of the bank's stocks. Number two, and you're going to allocate more and more of your money towards precious metals. And so those, those are the areas that you're going to see happening first. And that'll, that'll carry you through um, what I would call to the recession point. And that's going to be, once this cycle starts, Dave, statistically, you're 12 to 15 months from a recession starting. So now we're in July, and look, and we talked about this how many times, Dave, no recession till after the election. Lo and behold, right? What comes next October, November? Yes. The election. So either Trump wins and he forces a recession, okay, or Trump loses and the new people force a recession so that they can they can then clear the deck. So we're going to go into recession sometime at the end of 20 into 21. There, then you're going to want to get in, into, uh, um, basically, you're going to be more in cash. And then you're going to see the acceleration of the, uh, of the um, interest rate reduction. So before you, have a, you think there's going to be disruption in your job, make sure that you re, um, renegotiate your, your mortgage if you have one. And if, you, uh, if, you, if you're fortunate enough not, not to have one, then take advantage of if you're in a position where you're ready to move, you know, look for a sunshine state and, and take advantage of the, 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 the short pop in home prices that's gonna come from this. And before we roll into recession and home prices start to fall. And then, you know, now we're two years out, then we could talk again, Dave, but that's where we are. And, and that's, that's the game plan. You'll make a lot of money. You know, uh, the, the bond capital gains will, you'll double your money in this situation, okay? The gold miners, you'll double your money in this situation. Getting out of the bank stocks will save you probably 40 or 50%. So if you just did a few of those things and got more cash, that'll at least get you through to the recession point. And then, then we're just gonna have to wait and see what the, uh, the next opportunity is gonna be that will come from this. And then at the same time, make sure you have exposure to, uh, uh, to, to Bitcoin and and they they stopped making it here in 2021. They're not going to be making any more uh, of the coins. Or the, the, it'd be minimal increase in in new coins being created. And you're going to want to have something that you know goes with you wherever you are, and does not require permission from a bank or a government to to move the, those assets. And then I think you'll be in pretty good shape. And then obviously take advantage of if you know if you have if you have credit card debt and things of that nature keep your same payments and and just uh, as interest rates fall keep your same payments and you're going to just keep driving down your uh, the the amount that you're going to owe and um, you know even we go negative on on the uh, Federal Reserve money the credit card companies aren't going to go negative okay so you're going to see a spread there and that's what's going to kill the consumer over time so make sure you. You, you take advantage of this time to get out of debt, although the banks and the central and the and central governments want you to take on more debt, get out of debt. Yeah. And that's yeah. my 
that's the playbook. If you want to build wealth, that's the playbook. So you're looking. So let me give you this scenario. And I think I know where your answer is going to go. So you've talked to the debtors, the people that owe money. How about the people who follow the Dave Ramsey school of no debt and their home mortgage is paid off? They always pay off their credit card balance at the end of the month and they pay cash for their cars. How would these people be affected by what's coming? You know, that's good. That's a really interesting problem because um, they've changed the uh, rules of the game. And so um, you're going to have to be able to deploy your capital to things that are still going to be able to produce a yield. Now, the good news is that if you can produce any yield in an environment where prices are going to continue to fall, then you're going to be in, in good shape, you know. So, you know, you're going to you're going to go from owning things to renting things or sharing things, Dave. So you, that's 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 going to be the net effect of this. It's going to make no sense to buy a home with a negative interest rate if the home value is falling at a rate that's going to exceed the um, the, the amortization reduction in the in the price of your home. Okay. And so, and as the prices fall, they're gonna raise property taxes to account for that. And that's what they've been doing in Illinois. And then it just continues that. So people are gonna go from owning owning to renting and owning to sharing. And, and uh, it's gonna flip the model on its head, but it's not gonna to happen tomorrow. That's, that's the two to three to five year scenario. But the good news is Dave, for people like us here in America, is that we're gonna watch from the sidelines how the Europeans are dealing with it, okay? Because they're into it now. And what they're finding is that people aren't borrowing money. Even though they keep dropping the cost of money, people aren't buying, aren't borrowing it. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. And so owning may not be a great thing. And the same with Japan too. You know, look at the Japanese, what they did was, they forego, they, they, they're foregoing marriage, they're foregoing children, they're not buying houses, okay? And and, uh, and the government's begging them to buy stuff and they keep saving more money. And that's the Germans too. So that's the big thing out of this. That's the, um, that's the dichotomy is that you're starting to get that pushing on the string thing. So the Germans and the Japanese are saving more money to account for the reduction of what they're getting. So it's making people more scared over time. America is a little different because we've been in a consumer and a borrowing kind of mentality. So we'll have a little bit more of a runway of, of good tidings before it gets to that point. But the people that have been, that have been responsible, Dave, you know, they're the ones that are gonna be subsidizing this, unfortunately, and it's by design. Yeah, I understand. So, so, so to put a, a bow on this uh, question I just asked you, if you're basically a debt-free person, your option three to five years out down the road in the interim period before that will be to acquire as much wealth as possible because of your debt-free status. Is that, and by buying gold, investing in Bitcoin, is is that kind of where you're going with that? Yeah, and you know, and also, you know, depending if home if home equity rates go negative, then you then you uh, you borrow against your own home, right? And that's a good. Oh, that's a good point. That is an excellent. Ooh, see, this is why I like talking to you, because I walk away here and then I have a dinner table discussion with my wife and we start making plans. Um, that, 
fantastic advice there about the equity aspect in that kind of environment. Um, so let's talk about Trade Genius, your company. I'm well aware of it. I, I know how many people that you're helping. I hear from some of them. So tell me, um, what have we got going on at Trade Genius that's positioning people to handle what's coming? Yes. Yeah, so Dave, we've been pretty consistent all year. Our, our, our focus has been to get out of the, um, the, the, the fang environment and into the metals and miners and, and the uh, hard asset environment. And also we've been a big fan of, of crypto's re-emergence and that's been paying off very well for our, our, um, our members. And so that's our focus going forward. We're, uh, we see no reason why the central banks around the world are gonna change course. And so we're, our focus is gonna be metals and miners and crypto. And like I said in the, in the beginning of the show, uh, I shot you our, our results. Um, we um, we we've absolutely crushed it. You know, and it, it's not normally this way, but I don't think we had any metals and miners that lost money, and 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 our minimum gain was ten percent, and our maximum gain on one of them was one hundred percent. These are standard mining stocks, and and they're under owned. So that's our focus, Dave. We, we provide bundles so you can get into crypto or get into uh, into stocks and ETFs. You can uh, you get our trade signals. We have a, we have a 24 seven uh, trading rooms that are open all the time. We have personal coaching. We have um, uh, classes, you know, like on video. And, and then we have software that we provide our, our algorithm buy sell signal right on it that, that you can go ahead and just load it on um, a, a software called TradingView and be able to uh, see the buy and sell signals yourself. And it literally says buy and it literally sells, says sell. So we give you a lot of tools to make money and we're doing extremely well. And uh, we, we see no reason why what we're doing is not gonna continue to work into the future. And yeah. so we put, yeah. I think time is of the essence here. And you know, this is why I like what you're doing here, because you're reacting to the trends and you're not like some broker that's taking someone's money and say, trust me, I'm going to go invest it. And maybe you get money back and maybe you don't uh, here. People are participating in what you're doing. It's like a partnership between you and the investor. And I absolutely love it. And people are getting an education why they do it. So coming up to the uh nuts and bolts of this if someone says okay i want to do what trade genius is doing is there a better time than another time to get involved oh you know i mean of course of course not i think you, you, very few times you have the opportunities like you're going to have right now two years ago we were banging 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 get into crypto get into crypto get into crypto and they shot up 500 percent we're saying the same thing now for metals and miners, literally. You know, in 2011, look at the last time it had a move like this, four to 800% move in some of the miners. So you, um, time is of the essence. It, the train has already left the station. You need to chase it down and hop on and go because round two is gonna be coming up as soon as the Federal Reserve goes in their next easing round. And I just wanna clarify one thing too, Dave, so there's no misunderstanding. We don't take anybody's money to invest. So yes, we're provided, exactly. we provide education, we provide education and we provide information, we provide trade signals, but you know, the money's yours to invest as you see fit. You can pick and choose which signals you like or don't like from us, so on and so forth. And I know you know that, I just wanna make sure 
for, for anybody listening that haven't heard us before, we, we, uh, we're really educators and we're, um, we, we're, we're really there to inform you and, and help you make good, good decisions in, in trading. Yeah, I completely understand the partnership argument. Are, are there any specials you're offering right now to make it easier to get involved? We did, Dave. We put six bundles together for, for your listeners uh, till Saturday midnight. And so you, if you're a beginner or you're more experienced, or if you'd like to get some coaching or just get the information and get the trade signals so you can pick and choose which one of those six bundles you prefer. And we pre-discounted those, Dave, uh, you know, two-thirds off our normal price, and it's uh, it's available to Saturday midnight. So take advantage of it. What we charge for this service versus what you get out of it is peanuts. Yeah. I- I totally agree with what you're saying there and actually hit the cough button there. Sorry about that. Um, but I, I, uh, I, so people really need to act on this now. They've got, they're listening to this probably for the first time. This is available is on uh, Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning, and you've got until Saturday night to make a decision. And I would say right now, what you're hearing that's going on are things that are going to change the financial future of this country. And this is uh, giving you a way to step out of the speeding bullet train that's coming your way and it's not a good train uh bob uh let's give out the contact information as well as they can come certainly to uh this broadcast here and react to it but uh, if they just want to go directly uh, where can they go tradegeniusacademy.com there and also tradelikeagenius.com both will send you to the same place and you'll be able to uh view what we're offering and then you can get on chat and get on email you can call us and uh and and then we'll hook you up and get you started yeah i'm looking here at uh your offer here a couple keywords they can use summer we'll get you the discount also using my last name hodges we'll get you the discount as well too and i just want to make sure we're clear on that so people don't miss out on this great opportunity this is uh i think perhaps one of the most informative and productive broadcasts you and i have ever done together because we are sitting here at the winds of change or in action and people have a short amount of time to get started correcting uh, the direction they're going and stepping out of the way of, I like to say, the speeding bullet train. No, I, I totally agree with you, Dave. I think uh, most people don't, aren't even aware what's, what's, what's coming down the pike, and first mover advantage always pays the best. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Well, Bob, hang on the line just for a second here. To everybody else, um, we want to thank you for joining us here on the Common Sense Show and joining us with uh, Bob Kudla. And uh, listen, the news you got here was worth the price of admission free. But I will tell you this, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are going to take advantage of this great opportunity. And you're following in good footsteps because people who have been listening to my show for years have followed the trade genius model. And you can hear the numbers, 10% on the low end, 100% on the high end. They're taking great advantage of this, and I would encourage you to do so. Bob, thanks for joining us, and please stick with us here. To everybody else, we'll see you back here again next time. Thanks, Dave.